and historic day at Big Brothers Big Sisters of Miami is coming up June 14th. The Littles return to the building. And we are excited about having a conversation with Melissa Medina, president of Emerge Americas and the Medina Family Foundation. Powerful conversation about mentoring, technology, and empowering our youth. Let's go. This is the Game of Life. All right, welcome to the Game of Life. I'm Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters and your host. And I'm pleased to have with me today the one and only Melissa Medina. A little bit about Melissa. Uh, she not only is a founding executive team member and president of Emerge Americas, a venture-backed platform focused on transforming Miami into the tech hub of the Americas. Melissa is also president of the Medina Family Foundation. And Melissa graduated from University of Florida and graduated magna cum laude with a Bachelor of Science in Business Administration and a Master's in International Business. Melissa, it would take the entire show for me to read your entire bio. I am so thankful for not only for the support of the Medina Family Foundation, but just your friendship and your love of mentoring as well. So welcome to the Game of Life Mentoring Podcast. Thank you, Gail. You are way too kind with that introduction. And it's truly my pleasure to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. Really excited to have a conversation with you and just to reconnect. And thank you for all you do for our community. It is my absolute pleasure, Melissa. And there's so much buzz in Miami about so technology. Yes, about technology. So just tell me from your vantage point, you're certainly with your expertise and your background and all you do in the technology space. What, from your perspective, uh, with Miami becoming, I guess, the next Silicon Valley. Tell me about it. So a couple of things. One is I actually cringe when I hear uh, Miami being the next Silicon Valley, uh, to be honest, because I feel that there's an opportunity for several cities. I mean, not only Miami, kind of take advantage of this moment that entrepreneurship, innovation, technology, the growth of that sector does not have to be captive of San Francisco anymore. And that we each have something unique to bring to the table. And so that there's space for all of us to be able to grow a thriving tech ecosystem. And that it doesn't have to be that Miami or Boston or Austin or any other city, everyone's Atlanta, have to become the next Silicon Valley. So that's, that's how I personally feel about it. And, you know, you're preaching here to the choir. I myself, the entire Emerge team, and so many other organizations that have truly kind of put blood, sweat, and tears behind this for over a decade, we have always believed that South Florida has all of the elements to become this incredible global tech hub. And so all of this newfound momentum and this global lens now in South Florida is just music to my ears. I know it's music to the ears of a lot of folks, and we need to just embrace this completely. And, you know, we have an opportunity right now to really take Miami to the next level. And I'm just um, overwhelmed with excitement. And I know that we're going to be able to take Miami to the next phase. What I love about that, Melissa, and, and I love your perspective. There's room for everybody. Why mm -hmm. does it have to be just limited to one geographic area? But certainly Miami, everything's caliente in Miami. So Everything you know you is, got it. <laughs> everything's hot in Miami. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. So it's wonderful. Uh, that we can uh, certainly be a part of such an uh, incredible time 
uh, in, in our country as it relates to technology. Speaking of technology, let me ask you this. When did you first become involved or interested in technology? It's a long story, uh, but to make a very long story short, I um, have worked in the family business for a very long time. The family business used to be real estate, believe it or not, very different from the technology sector. Uh, but I, when I was finishing up college was when our family business, which was a real estate development company called Terramark, basically won a bid to build the NAP of the Americas, which is called the network access point. And you could think of this sort of as a airport for internet exchange. And there was a public bid to build one here in South Florida that would, that would bring all the traffic from Latin America and the Southeast US all through this, think of it as almost like a huge bunker with no windows, holding all this IT infrastructure within it. The family company won this bid, built it. Uh, my father being the serial entrepreneur and forward thinker that he is, decided that he wanted to run and operate the network access point in Africa of the Americas, began studying all about technology, began thinking about cloud, uh, cloud storage, cloud computing, and really was a pioneer in all of those fronts. And I have always worked with him since I was a little girl, finished college and decided that I wanted to work in this newfound Terramark, which is Terramark Worldwide, and became just as excited as he was about it, saw this as almost the next industrial revolution, and really was able to learn uh, from all different vantage points throughout the company, amazing team members that he has. Uh, that he had around him. And that's really where my first forte into technology began. But it really stemmed from a love of real estate, believe it or not. Wow. <clears throat> and when you think about uh, how we impact the Americas, Emerge, uh, as the president and founder of Emerge, tell us about this tech conference, what, it, what it's accomplished, mm -hmm. and what about the future of Emerge? So exciting. I always say, so I have a mom of five children, and I always say that Emerge is my sixth child. That's how much I love uh, growing Emerge and being, being a part of, of the Emerge journey and story. But really Emerge, believe it or not, was born out of a place of frustration. And that was that having worked for a technology company, Terramark Worldwide, for many years here in South Florida, headquartered in South Florida, ended up being a global technology company that was acquired by Verizon back in 2011, um, even with that success story, there were still a lot of frustrating points. And that was that we would travel to conferences all over the world and people would ask us, why are you headquartered in Miami? There's no tech in Miami. It was also very difficult to hire amazing talent uh, to come work because they felt that what if they ended up leaving this job? Was there gonna be another opportunity? For them within tech and really Emerge was born because we wanted to change that for future tech companies. We want people to use Miami and tech in the same sentence and we don't want people to question why are technology companies being built here in South Florida. So that being said, uh, we decided we were going to bring together all the tech ecosystem stakeholders, investors, entrepreneurs, government officials, global enterprises all together under one roof to discuss technologies that are transforming our lives and most importantly, to do that here in Miami, in South Florida, so that people could begin having that conversation, making incredible connections, and really sort of sparking this interest in, in the ecosystem in South Florida. 
And thankfully, I mean, that was in 2014 was our first global tech conference, but we've grown into much more than just an event. We're a year round platform. We host master classes and virtual webinars and pitch competitions. We're always telling the story of South Florida. We're always connecting the dots. And now, you know, we, our global tech conference, unfortunately we had to postpone it because of COVID. Um, but our last one, we had over 16,000 people attend. And, you know, I'm sure that you're following the news nowadays and having all this attention now in South Florida, a lot due to COVID, of course, uh, really has changed the way people live, their quality of life. And I think they have found that South Florida provides a lot of opportunity, uh, specifically within tech and innovation. And I just couldn't be prouder to be a small part in, in building, sort of helping build the foundation along with a lot of other people, along with a lot of other organizations, that all this newfound attention, all these new tech founders and investors moving to South Florida realize, wow, there, there has been something being built here for many years. We can be a part of it. And now we could build bridges, learn from these incredible investors and entrepreneurs that are moving from all over the world to, to South Florida. And you know, Miami 2.0, as the mayor Francis Suarez says, uh, is clearly in the works. And we're just really excited about every, all the momentum right now. Miami 2.0. <laughs> I, like, I like the sound of that a lot. He and also says this is going to be the capital of capital. Those are his, his two uh, famous lines. And, and we're trying to help make all of that happen. Well, you're the right one for the job. There's no doubt about that. And I tell you what, the Emerge Americas uh, conference, I have enjoyed every single oh, one. Thank you. Thank you and no doubt, no doubt. And so your love for mentoring, mm -hmm. uh, let's, and I think I know the answer to this one, but you have, we all have so many mentors. I'm sure you have many mentors as well, but who mentored you? Just think about one in particular. <laughs> uh, and there's a lot of people you can name. I think mm -hmm. I know where you're going, but nevertheless, uh, mm -hmm. who mentored you and what did she or he teach you? So it's, it's really is hard to choose one. Um, I've had such amazing mentors throughout my life. I'll, I'll, I'll choose two. I know I'm supposed to choose one, but there's obviously one clear one that I think people would expect me to say, and that's my father. And he continues to be an amazing mentor and a huge part of my life um, and is always full of great advice, has been an amazing teacher. I've learned so much from him. And my other one that I want to mention is my grandmother. And this is, she's no longer with us. Um, I lost her too young, but she implanted a lot of things in me. And that was just about independence. She came here from Cuba, not having anything. She went to college. She graduated from Barry. She started her own accounting firm. And this is just wise beyond her years. And I think something that a lot of trailblazers do, that's what I considered her. And she was a big part of my life up until she passed away uh, when I was around 20 years old. But a lot of that stuck with me. And she had a lot of conversations with me about the importance of having a career and, you know, having a balanced life, um, going to school, getting educated, not taking anything for granted, um, being thankful and just grasping onto opportunity. And she really was an incredible example of that for me. Well, I tell you what, well, well, thank God for your incredible grandmother, her influence on you is, is evident and certainly, <laughs> uh, certainly your father as well. Yeah, uh, no, no, I mean, he's definitely, that's, 
That's a clear one. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Speaking of powerful women, uh, Melissa, uh, prior to Emerge, you launched the Women Innovation and Technology Summit. Tell me about it and how important is it to get our little sisters involved in technology? There's a few things that I'm really passionate about, and that's mentoring youth, mentoring entrepreneurs, and mentoring women. And actually, the Women Innovation Technology Summit was born from Emerge. So Emerge Americas launched in 2014, but one thing that happened, even though it was an incredible success, even internally for us, we had hoped to have around 2,000 people at our first conference. We had 5,000 people. We realized that we had almost filled a void in the market with the connection to the Americas. And it was just the right time to launch it, I think, even more than we had anticipated. However, there was not a lot of women at our first conference. And I think opening the doors and, and seeing that realization, and, and I knew that, I knew that, in, and still today in tech, men are much more present and prevalent than women. And so uh, the team and I realized we need to do something to change this. We don't wanna be part of that problem. We wanna help fix this problem. And so we launched WIT, Women Innovation Technology Summit, which is within Emerge. And it basically highlights incredible women entrepreneurs. It gives them a place to showcase their story. We made sure that we had amazing women speakers and moderators and really integrated women into the programming more than ever the, the second year. And ever since then, it's just been something that is a natural part of Emerge Now where we focus on not only women, but minority entrepreneurs, making sure that we're giving them a platform. And again, going back to the three groups that I'm passionate about mentoring, it's, that's definitely one of them. That's awesome. And so for the little sisters out there, for that, that little sister that's sitting there thinking, I just don't know, I don't see too many people that look like me, even the, yep. as you know, nine out of the 10 littles we serve are black or brown. So there's little sisters out there that may be from underserved communities. What's your message to them, Melissa, as it relates to their role, their place, and the opportunity in technology? I would say to them, do not feel that you don't belong in this industry, in this vertical. Do not feel that you don't have opportunity. Please know that there's people out there that believe in you and that want to make sure that your future gives you all the opportunities that you want. And, and, and I would say, encourage them that women, Blacks, Hispanics, all minorities have a very important role to play in the building of this ecosystem, of this vertical. And I think this is why another big reason why South Florida is now sort of at that global scale and global has gathered global attention because there is such a diversity, it's such a melting pot here. And even think of it in even building, building a, a, a small company, it's gonna be successful with a diverse group of thought leaders, with a diverse group of backgrounds. And I think that's something that we have here in our DNA in South Florida, being a city built by immigrants. And so, you know, I think we are reflective of what we want the entire tech community to be like. Incredible. And my last question to you, Melissa, and uh, we're here with the incredible <laughs> Melissa Medina, making it happen every single day. And Melissa, speaking of the future, what does innovative philanthropy 
look like in Miami? Such a great question. I think uh, there's a clear intersection between both. I think it's really important for both the nonprofit sector and I think also the tech companies and the tech industry to realize how much they can help each other. I think any company right now has some sort of tech or innovative component. And if there's a way for us to be helpful in creating that bridge between the nonprofit sector and the innovative and tech sector, we will, because it's only gonna be mutual, mutually beneficial, both from a nonprofit lens and also from a tech and innovative lens. Um, so any way that I could be helpful, Gail, to you and the team to help make that happen, I will. It's something that's super important. We just got involved with an initiative called Miami Connected. If you've heard of it, it's basically from the, a partnership with the Miami Foundation where we are partnering to bring technology and connectivity to the underserved in our community and all of in all of Miami-Dade County, starting through the public school system. Why? Because if these students are not connected, we know the importance of technology today. And if they don't have the tools to be connected, they may miss out on opportunities. And we want to make sure that doesn't happen. So we need more of those. We need much more of those partnerships. Um, in order to really give this next generation an opportunity within the future. Well, Melissa, you can count on Big Brothers Big Sisters of Miami to be all in, to partner with you and your team to make sure that this, the next generation of little sisters and little brothers are knee deep in technology because it is not the future, it's the present. Yeah, uh, And true. it is the present. It's so happening. Melissa, it's, already there. it's happening. We're all in. The theme of this show, Melissa, is in the game of life. Everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. And you are making it. You are just such a powerhouse. Thanks for taking the time with me today. Thank you for your support of Big Brothers, Big Sisters Miami. You just wait. The next Melissa Medina is a little sister that's just <laughs> right, right under our wings. And through mentoring, a she and he can be anything they want to be. Melissa, all the best to you, my dear. Amen. Amen. So well said, Gail. Thank you so much for this opportunity. And again, for doing so much for our community. The service you provide to our community is invaluable. Um, you can't put a price on that. It's priceless. So thank you and your team. And again, excited to continue the conversation. Absolutely. We're in it together. All the best, my dear. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hey, this is Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, the host of The Game of Life, where everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you.